I'm going to town as much and as many things as I can. I'm really hating the company that uh, we're working with right now. I mean, I'm hating them in such a big way. It's just not even funny. Um, they are, they changed Amy's schedule for whatever reason and made it so that she wouldn't be able to drive more than a couple hours today. And I'm absolutely freaking livid about it. And, you know, just... We're having to live on less and less money until it's just going to run out. I'm about ready to sell the freeze dryer to try to make ends meet. And I'm about ready. I'm just I'm just absolutely losing it over here. So uh, the only thing that I have going on positive right now are my relationships. <laughs> and right now I'm feeling like even a couple of those are hit and miss. But uh, how's your day been going? Um, well, I've been just focused on writing. My uh, role play partner has finally realized that because wh when I do role play, I'm mostly just focused on like my the characters that I create. I have a very obvious like my characters have some level of connection to who I am. And so I've got two separate characters right now that I've actually like written down their everything so that I can reference how they are mm -hmm. and they're both princesses <laughs> and i i don't know why i have such an obsession with like royalty things like i love like for example bridgerton as a show on netflix mm -hmm. absolutely adored that thing <laughs> like anything that's got that kind of um i don't know i guess the the older very proper everybody's in seventeen thousand layers of clothes and everything is about you know hand kissing and being very polite and there's this that's sure. what i love Prima. and so yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's what i've been uh like that's what my characters tend to be based off of and so yeah the those two characters that i've actually full that full written down and and fledged out their stories and everything that's they're they're both princesses <laughs> and so uh this uh we'd started a different different role play that he was like well well there's this character that i have blah 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 and i was like okay that's a cool character do you have any particular kind of character that you want to role play with because i literally only have two characters and i'm need something to create characters based off of and he was like no it's okay well, what are your characters so one of them's name is eliza so we started with that one and it was just absolutely not going well <laughs> because it was just not interesting enough like it was going to be that his character was like uh like a messenger and so that's how our paths would cross but it was just not it it wasn't working so now we have a different one where he one of his favorite characters is what he's using so he's a lot more like yeah no i could totally do that and so we've come up with uh a generalized you know this is how their paths crossed and mm -hmm. we just started and i wrote like 1500 words just to start it and he was like you know what that's great i'll i'll respond when i get off of work i guess and i was like i'm so sorry <laughs> i don't know what overcame me i just got very excited i i don't know what i i feel like it's a lot harder to write like fan fictions and things with ocs because nobody really cares <laughs> so which i know it's like it's hard but it's like but that's a it's how a book is, is all these characters that people are creating in their head and then mm -hmm. they make a book out of it. It's like, but it's a lot easier when you create a character and then the story is going to progress with other people, which is why I feel like people like D&D &D so much because it's like, 
instead of writing this book where you have to come up with everything, you get things thrown at you and you have to figure it out. So it's like I I'm very excited, obviously. So that's what I that's what I was working on. I was writing writing that and then um worked a little bit more on my story my rough story outline um and actually started writing the first chapter of my actual fan fiction so i'm yeah. actually writing and it's making me kind of happy because i'm like wow <laughs> like i forgot how much i love doing this i don't know why i stopped <laughs> so so yeah that's that's what i've been doing today um i'm kind of jonesing for some strawberries because <laughs> we have some <laughs> so i think i'm gonna have some of those after and maybe I'll make some Jello for today being Jello mm, Day. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. I think that. we still have some pink Starburst Jello. If you want me to make that, I would love that. I don't know. If not, I know we have like a bunch of other sugar-free flavors. So. Well, yeah, and I'm uh, I'm just putting the video out everywhere. I've broke it up into pieces. I'm putting it on TikTok. I'm putting it on Reels. I'm putting it in Shorts. I'm putting it like everywhere like i'm just i separated it out into basically one minute segments and mm -hmm. i mean i'm gonna be uploading it everywhere because i'm like okay because this is what i want to do like i want this I, this i want to do this i i don't care if you know i'm stuck doing it alone i mean i do care but i would rather not do it alone but i will do this every day of my life if people are enjoying it and are entertained by it and, you know, messages are getting across and I really, really just it's hard when you're in such a bipolar world to be that person in the middle trying to yell at both parties to calm down for a second. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so much of me is sitting in in this. I mean, you know, that I just I can't not push to get it out there, you know, so. Mm -hmm. I mean, anyway, with that said, good afternoon. Welcome to the afternoon grind. I'm kidding. Welcome to the afternoon dive on the stupid podcast on everything where we talk about everything because everything is stupid. <clears throat> I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And today we got some relationship advice that we're going to go through. And uh, yeah, go ahead and get started. So I have uh, a lot <laughs> because I don't know. Okay. I don't know what happened. I, I got really sucked into reading a lot of these uh, not like reading a lot of these just a lot of them are really good this week so um i don't know what it is about summer and people not liking being in relationships and getting irritated but that apparently happens as soon as as soon as everywhere hits 100 degrees normally across the board mm -hmm. everybody starts getting really irritated so this one uh this one i didn't read i read the title and i said oh my lordy what <laughs> it is my best friend's mistress doesn't know that he is actually broke my wife's reaction to the whole thing really bummed me out like wow that's a little bit of a whiplash title but okay, okay. so my male 41 best friend jack male 41 since kindergarten cheated on his wife anna who is female 39 with a girl half his age who we'll call max female 25 that's um, wow but also okay. not half her age but okay yeah. <laughs> anna is one of the best human beings i've ever met she is beautiful kind and caring she is very successful too when jack met her he was so in love that he wrote an ironclad prenup just to be with her in other words jack has nothing to his name he met Max on a work trip, and it was then that he cheated on Anna. The affair lasted for two months until Max made an ultimatum. Leave his wife or 
leave his wife for her. Jack refused and tried to end the affair, so Max told Anna everything. This broke Anna beyond repair, and she told Jack that she couldn't (sighs) forgive him. They're in the process of divorcing now, and Jack lives in a small studio apartment near his work. After Jack lost hope to reconciliation with Anna, he started seeing Max again. Now they're officially dating. My wife, Pat, female 32, knows all these details. She is a more forgiving and understanding person than I am, and I love that about her. She is way more tolerant because I am team Anna, and there's nothing Jack can say to make me change my opinion. Now everything is settled. My uh, Now everything is settled. My wife said that she wanted to invite Jack and his new girlfriend to our place. I was very reluctant at first, but my wife insisted that my friendship with Jack is important. We are basically brothers, and we should accept people we love, even with their flaws. It made sense, and I trust my wife to always make sense. The dinner was awkward. I couldn't see past these two children. Jack pretending to be happy and Max overexcited over the fact that she won this prize named Jack. I understood then that things won't be the same, but my wife was right. I love Jack and that's the most important thing now. Max talked about her upbringing and the hard life she had growing up. She talked about her, uh, wow. She talked about her future... Yeah, okay. She talked about her future with Jack and all the fun they would have. It dawned on me that she didn't know that they couldn't do half of what she is dreaming of with Jack's salary. It dawned on me why she would, she chose him and why she was so willing to hurt an innocent woman that way. She had learned to know Jack who lived in fancy hotels and drove a fancy car. When I asked her about her li- about their about their living arrangements, Max said that uh, Jack temporarily is living in a studio apartment until the divorce is settled. Max talked about what she would do to their place, renovation and redecorating. The uh, apartment that Anna bought for her family with her hard-earned money. The one that she decorated with her husband from scratch to make it their home. I remember how happy and full of dreams she was when she found her dream home. To hear Max sitting there talking about how she would use... Uh, she would use money she never earned to redecorate a home was she wasn't entitled to. Making fun of another woman's taste and style, it brought tears to my eyes. Yes, men can get emotional too. Jack w- has just not told Max the truth. When they left, Pat and I just started discussing our dear friends. I was very surprised when Pat angrily told me that I was cruel and callous for not wanting to enlighten Max about her new situation. My <laughs> wife thought that Max had a tough life and she deserved to have a good life now. I was taken aback by my wife's logic. I told... I told my wife that I will not let Max, uh, that I will not tell Max anything, but if, uh, but that if she wanted them to be my guests, I, wow, I will not tell Mm. any, tell Max anything, but that if she wanted them to be my guests, but now I don't understand my wife and I'm turned off by her morals. And I was a great friend to my wife, but my wife doesn't seem to give a rat's ass about her. My wife then got very angry and accused me of caring too much about Anna. That's when I ended the discussion because I realized that this was going to going below the belt. Wow. Yeah, I can't even... <coughs> honestly, I don't relate to your wife at all because mm-hmm. I 100% would also be Team Anna in this situation. How... Yeah, I... Hmm, that's really weird. Mm-hmm. I don't think that... I think there's some underlying thing because it's the same thing that we right. always say is that cheaters accuse cheaters and the fact that she was beginning to say, oh, you care too much about Anna mm-hmm. makes me think that she cares too much about Jack. Because why else was... Oh, no! your friend it matters more than anything else you have to be right. you know understanding and all this other crap and yeah i can't i, just, I can't see that it, like i can't see that being a thing like like seriously you know we we've had discussions where like you were pursuing somebody else in a relationship and you're like hey what if they're you know not like us and i was like then you dump me and you can move on you know and it's like that's just that's what i've said but if i sat there and i was to bring somebody to you right mm-hmm. and be like hey you really need to get to know this person and you know what? I, I think, you, you know, and you're like, OK. And I'm like, no, 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 you really do. Your, your relationship, this relationship is really important. And I was pushing it. And pu- you, you'd be like, hmm, wh- 
why you know ulterior motives and it's like it sounds like she missed him and she wants that relationship Mm -hmm. and you know is feeling guilty that she wants that relationship and so of course sees you feeling bad for somebody else so of course you must want that relationship yeah yeah 100 percent. i i I agree with you yeah that's crazy though Mm -hmm. i cannot believe Oh, it's so yeah. I want I want an update when uh oh yeah when Max finds out that Jack's not wealthy <laughs> because right no that's, that's exactly it yeah so. he's setting himself up for failure that yeah talk about him for a second what the heck <laughs> he really mm-hmm. just he's he cheated and now he's lying to the person that he cheated on about being wealthy like it's gonna come out oh yeah I I don't know what he thinks like he's literally I think he's either one of those just absolute beta cucks that's gonna go oh yeah she found out oh man ex-wife please take me back I, I'm sorry mm-hmm. I because that's you know it was a fling and he decided to pursue it because for whatever reason he decided that was smart and then he's gonna realize like oh shit I can't yeah. keep this going no, and it, yeah this, this boy's an idiot anyways and uh, honestly he's not beneficial in anybody's life to the level that they're she's trying to push it so I wouldn't be surprised, you know, like just something is just really weird. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. okay, moving on. This one is an am I the a-hole. So am I the a-hole for not congratulating my brother on his wife's pregnancy? Right off the bat. Kind of. Yeah, I would I would say, yeah, but this is, these are always those twists. But go ahead. I had to terminate my pregnancy three weeks ago due to my baby's brain Mm. not forming correctly. My partner and I had been trying for over a year to fall pregnant. I was crying about not being pregnant constantly and even went and and seen a hypnotist to get me to stop obsessing. We were just starting to look into IVF when we fell pregnant spontaneously and we were so damn happy. We were halfway through the pregnancy when the doctors were starting to get worried about the scans. To save a long and heartbreaking short story, or a long and heartbreaking story short, our beautiful baby would not have survived and we had no real choice but to terminate. Because I was so far along, the safest way for me to terminate was to birth my dead baby. No words I can write here will come close to the... to aptly describing the pure concentrated hell my husband and I went through in that hospital. Entering into a hospital pregnant and leaving with nothing but a box of paperwork and some pills is an unspeakably terrible trauma I, d- I wouldn't wish upon anyone. Mm-hmm. Two weeks had passed and I had been slowly healing physically and emotionally. I had just started to get out of bed when my brother and his wife announced to the whole family that they were pregnant with their with their second child, only seven weeks. My mother broke the news to me because they didn't want to be the ones to tell me. At first I was so heartbroken, but then I became enraged. I don't understand why they didn't wait to announce their pregnancy until 12 weeks, as is usual the tradition they have a daughter already and they waited 12 weeks before they told anyone that time but this time they didn't they decided to announce early at seven weeks i felt like it was unintentionally cruel to announce it so soon after my baby's death my baby is still laying dead on a slab in a morgue awaiting an autopsy and cremation and they couldn't even wait for that for context my brother and i are very close and he knew of all the struggles we were having we were having conceiving and then all the troubles with the pregnancy he was very aware of what my partner and i had been through and how i was coping he and his wife even prayed over me one day they are super religious i am not Mm. especially now to help help god give me a happy healthy baby i felt so betrayed and angry that i sent him a text message calling him and his wife cruel assholes and that and said that uh he had to have known what his news would have made me feel and if the shoe was on the other foot that i would have kept my news for a few weeks longer they could have at least waited until the month the next month i never congratulated them on their pregnancy and told them that our relationship was over and to not contact me when i told my mother what i did she defended my brother and his wife and said it wouldn't have mattered when he shared the news i'm not sure how he feels about it as we haven't talked and probably won't until i calm down a little more it just hurts you know yeah um 
Okay, so here here's the problem. You can't. It's you're, a hard you're gonna truth. Hate it. You're going to yeah. hate this. You you are the the a hole. You are 100. percent Um, you're you're going to hate this, but you know, this stuff happens, and yeah, it sucks. And yeah, you might feel like the timing is bad, but listen to your reaction. Listen to what you're actually saying. You're saying that this bad thing happened to you, and because this bad thing happened to you, screw everybody else. And you know what? Screw them for trying to. Hey, I know this is bad. But let me give some good news in this as well and some mm-hmm. hopeful news. But maybe it's just it's it's hope because you know what? Look, more mar- more pregnancies end in miscarriages than people know. Um, and most of the time people don't know. Right. And, you know, needing good news is needing good news. There's never going to be a proper time if you're not willing to get over it, especially when you are you're not wanting them to you want. I mean, you want them to wait, but you want to make a life altering decision to tell them to F off and Mm -hmm. have nothing to do with them for the rest of your life because of one bad thing that happened. And, yeah, it's a bad thing that happens. But let me tell you, there are worse things that happen. And if your relationship was great and you two were that close and so much to the point that you know, you you knew everything about each other. Like you're, you know, then, yeah, you, you are. You're 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 an emotional wreck. You have no business being in society. You know, fine that you didn't say it, but you're an app. You're in an absolute toxic place right now, and you're projecting it. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that you lost a baby. I'm sorry that you lost a life. Guess what? It's not over. You can get. You do get to try again, but that doesn't mean that you just get to destroy everybody else and that everybody else has to sit in the in the same misery and mourning for the length of time that you need to be there yeah could he have waited a week or two absolutely was your response an a-hole yes was he an a-hole yes Mm -hmm. because he could have waited a couple of weeks but for you to be the way you are because you uh, with with that level of amplification yeah you are totally Anyway. So I agree. I agree with all of that except for calling the brother an a hole because mm-hmm. he didn't tell her. He didn't. He literally didn't. He di- he told other people and oh. he re- he didn't tell her. Be- and the mother was the one that told. Oh, okay. So well, then I, no, never mind. Never had, mind. Yeah, yeah never so mind. He, he has, did all the right things. I take it back. Good because I was like, okay, good. Yeah, I misunderstood that part. The only thing soft. You're the a hole. Only soft because you're mourning. Mm-hmm. That's it. Otherwise, if you're ready for a hard truth, the hard truth, yeah, like you said, you are the a-hole in that. Mm-hmm. It, the world cannot stop because the world does not revolve around you. They can't just stop living because you experienced a loss. It is a hard thing for everybody that goes through that to understand. Yes, you snapped at him, but there was no reason for you to snap at him because he didn't even tell you. He was protecting you. He knew about it. He mm-hmm. knew about all the things you went through. They found out. They said, oh, my God, this is amazing. Well, let's not tell her. Well, let's wait a little bit longer. And then your mother broke the news instead. That right. you have every right to be frustrated at her because she, but not because of what she did, but because she disrespected your brother's r- wishes of not telling you. Mm-hmm. That's it. That you cannot be mad at everybody else because this great thing is happening to them, and you're bitter because a bad thing happened to you. That is not how the world works. That it sucks. It, it is literally it, a miscarriage is a terrible, terrible thing, and it's something that you have to grieve and, because that was a living being inside of you that you were excited mm-hmm. to welcome into the world, and you don't get to do that. It is gone and there's nothing you can do about it but 
that doesn't give you a right to be mean and send this horrible message to somebody that is trying to celebrate something amazing because you didn't get to celebrate the amazingness of having that baby in front of you. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not their fault. (laughs) So you cannot be mad at them because something that they, you know, that happened is, you know, I understand you being frustrated. It's, oh, it didn't wait until 12 weeks, da, 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 da. but it's like, I, that's still, it's not your decision. <laughs> like, they can, they can announce it whatever yeah. they feel like, and they can announce it the moment that they realize and the pregnancy test comes back positive. That has nothing to do with when they announce it. It has nothing to do with you. <laughs> it literally doesn't. The world isn't revolving around you just yep. because you had something bad happen to you. There's no, no part of it that I'm saying that you don't deserve to mourn, that you don't deserve to feel the feelings you're feeling but you definitely did not have the right to completely take it out on your brother who was who was literally protecting you so that sucks <laughs> i want you to understand that that sucks you're allowed to mourn but you don't get to take it out on other people because they did they literally respected the mm-hmm. fact that you were mourning and did not tell you be mad at your mother but again not because she told you but because she disrespected your brother's wishes of not telling you <laughs> yeah so yeah, your your text was very inappropriate. I would say wait a little bit until you get better and then respond saying, you know, text him saying, you know what, I am very sorry. That was very out of hand and I should not have said any of the things that I said. I was mourning. It's not an excuse, though. I'm very happy and I and congratulate him later because, yeah, I could not even imagine just, yeah, you, you acted because you are angry. <laughs> you have to go through the five stages of grief and mm-hmm. you just took out the anger on him. So, yeah. Uh... This one is pretty short. It is titled, I, 23 male, just found out that my girlfriend, 24 female, slept with my best friend a year ago. My girlfriend and I had a shaky start to our relationship. After about two months of casually having sex, I decided to put an end to things as I was unsure of the relationship at the time. During the stop, my girlfriend slept with my best friend. We ended up getting back together a few months later and got official. My girlfriend just told me about it a year into our official relationship. I'm torn on what to do because I love both of them. I'm the one who that ended the relationship for the first time, but I didn't expect her to hook up with my best friend. I feel deceived because neither of them told me about it, and it's a year into the serious relationship. What is the move here? I don't know. I've never been like this. See, I okay. This is the same, yeah, the ahead. same thing as anybody that knows. We were on a break. Everything that big friends right? drama. Um, I as much as I, it was hard watching friends and wanting to, you know, s- wanting to side with Rachel because I can understand her frustration. But at the end of the day. If you're on a break, you didn't say that you guys were going on a break. You guys, you said that you ended the relationship and then you Mm -hmm. guys ended up getting back together. So it's literally, it it varies from person to person on how important it would be because it just, it's so hard (laughs) trying to, trying to accept that because in your head you broke up with her, but you didn't want to. And so you, you see that as, yeah, you said you feel betrayed and everything. It's like, but you guys weren't together mm-hmm. for all she knew you guys weren't going to get back together ever and i don't understand why in situations like this like it just sex isn't that big of a deal when it comes to something like that i mean people have sexual relationships outside of you they had you know sexual relationship before you or they're gonna have one after you you made the decision to get back with her she didn't have a right to tell you and she still told you like she didn't have to say anything it's not you didn't 
she had no obligation to you because you broke up with her. So if you can't get past that, you might as well end the relationship because there's literally, you're always going to be resentful of it. If you can't get past it, if you can get past it, then literally just shrug it off. It's not that big of a deal. And if you think it needs to be again, it's not, it's not worth it. So I don't, I don't get that at the end of the day, if you broke up, then she had no obligation to you. If you said, let's take a break, as in let's have some space for a little bit and we'll, you know, reconnect in, you know, a week or two or whatever, mm-hmm. that's different. And then it's, yeah, she shouldn't really have done that because breaks, if you specifically say, let's take a break from each other, my brain says that the terms of that are we are still in a relationship. We're taking a couple of weeks to no contact and then come back. That's what right. I see with that. And that's that's very different. So it depends on what your words were when you broke up. If you said, let's take a break, then yeah, she cheated. But if you said, no, we're done and you ended it and it just, you guys just happened to get back together, then she, she didn't have to tell you anything and that's not a big deal. So yeah, that's, that's how I feel about that. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to agree with you hundred percent on this one. I don't have anything else to add to it. So go for it. What do we got next? This one is titled, Am I the a-hole for being pissed at what my wife said to our niece? Um, This one I started to read and I said, oh, (laughs) so I did not finish it. Uh, My sister and brother-in-law were abusive parents to my niece, Charlotte. I always tried to protect her, but my wife and I were only able to get custody uh, three years ago. We adopted her and she's a good kid at heart, but she still struggles a lot. She's still in therapy and has come so far, but finds it difficult to accept unconditional love and that kids don't have to be perfect. While she's usually fine with my wife and I, still she sometimes tends to see our daughter, Chloe, as ungrateful and spoiled. I've worked really hard on this and it's a lot better, but sometimes it comes up in their teenage squabbles. It's not perfect, but the girls are, but the girls generally get along. Last Friday, they had an issue. I was at work, so this is based on what I was told after. Chloe was refusing to do any of her chores and arguing about it with with my wife. Charlotte jumped in and basically called Chloe lazy and said that she should be a better daughter like her. Apparently my wife got pissed off and told her off. She reminded her that she was lucky we were taking care of her and to stay out of it. From there, it got bad. My wife says that Charlotte was extremely rude about Chloe, but she also uh, admits she told Charlotte that we didn't have to take care of her and that basically, unlike Chloe, we can send her back to her parents if she keeps it up. Ignoring the fact we legally cannot, that's just completely effed up. They ended their fight with Charlotte just going to my parents for the night, and she's been really upset and withdrawn since. When I got home, my wife filled me in, and I was honestly pretty furious. The first thing that came to mind was, what the F is wrong with you? Which admittedly wasn't a productive response, but I was honestly just floored. The issue is that Charlotte doesn't get a kid deserves unconditional the issue is that Charlotte doesn't get that a kid deserves unconditional love even if they're not perfect so you effing tell her that you'll kick her out if she doesn't behave all that progress I worked for and she is going to be shut back again I I was mad and we fought about it. I get she can be difficult, but that was inappropriate. However, she still refused to apologize or anything. I've tried to talk to her and explain that we love her and that it wasn't meant the way that it was said, but my wife is just accusing me of babying and favoring Charlotte. Apparently, I'm being unreasonable thinking that she that what she did was disgusting that i should care more about chloe as if this is a competition i am still honestly pretty pissed at her while she just claims i'm unreasonable and being a shit dad to chloe wow okay <clears throat> so your answer wife, the question your, your your wife is trash yeah you're so, not the a-hole your no, wife's the a-hole no, yeah, wow you know what okay so here here's our house and here's our here's our situation so 
Um, we have, I have two biological daughters. I have one who I have adopted and taken on a guardian as a guardian, um, less, you know, a little over a year ago. And I have, you know, everybody in my family and I get mad and I yell at people and everything else, but by no means, no stretch, no, nothing in the imagination down to the animals is anybody in our house, in our family, our household disposable Mm-hmm. Or does anybody get special privilege because of a biological factor? Um, this is, this is just your wife is disgusting that this is her attitude. Like she, it is a contest to her that it's something that, you know, Oh, well, you know, our biologic, my daughters know that I love them. My daughters absolutely know that I love them. They know that there's not a contest that needs to go on. They also know that we don't trash people mm-hmm. in this family or this house. And you literally have a niece who is your wife just trashed. Yep. So no, your wife is the a-hole. The only way you're not the a-hole is if you stop standing up for her, uh, stop standing up for your niece. That's it. I, mm, man, see your wife is a Karen. Your wife is the third gender. Um, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I have a lot of choice words for your mm-hmm. wife that I will not say, but I'm sure that you can use your imagination and come up with it. I, as somebody that dealt with feeling like I had no place mm-hmm. in somebody else's house that was supposed to be treating me as a daughter, I absolutely despise her right now. I mm-hmm. despise your wife. There is no world where those words should ever come out of your mouth. Yep. You're not babying her because you are treating her for her traumas because she didn't she didn't ask for any of the things that happened to her. And there's a difference between when you are a child and when you are a grown adult. If you have trauma and you're a grown adult, it is mm-hmm. your responsibility to get over it. If you're a child and you have trauma, it is your parents' responsibility to help you through that so that you can deal with it as an adult. Yep. And she just made it worse. She has literally, you said abused she was abused by her parents Mm -hmm. so much so that you had to adopt her that's not something that's just like oh man haha oh hey yeah your parents kind of suck so you know what if you just like live with them like that's a very different situation you adopted her she is legally yours she is your daughter and there is no world that anybody saying anything along the lines of we'll just send you back to your trauma home Mm -hmm. because you're being rude to my daughter makes any of that any better she's never going to get better if those are the kind of things that are being spouted off at her that is literally the most disgusting most vile thing she could have said to her mm-hmm. because that is that is where she hurts she hurts because of her trauma she hurts because of that household and now she is literally threatened to send her back to said household because she's calling out that yeah from the situation your daughter was being spoiled mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't want to do my chores uh well maybe you should try to be like yeah she's coming from a place of trauma saying yeah well maybe you should try to be more like me kind of thing but she's not exactly wrong so mm-hmm. it's like you can't in situations like that where the words that are said weren't wrong the the proper way to to round about that that whole argument would have been hey you know you shouldn't say things like that but she's got a point you she has been doing her chores she's been doing all the things she needs to she's been you know acting pretty well and you're over here complaining because you don't want to do your chores that's not okay Mm -hmm. it's not acceptable you need to get your chores done final answer or else i'm going to have a consequence that's it like there's that's that should have been nice and simple and easy and the fact that she tried to get mad at you and say that you're spoiling the the niece 
I what she's literally she's playing favorites she for some reason has some resentment whether it's because you give her attention and you're she's making competition out of your niece and herself that there's something there's something wrong with your wife and I am honestly very very worried and concerned that this is something that you haven't seen before because that is a very not okay thing that she is upset that you are treating somebody that went through trauma with tenderness because that's exactly what you're supposed to do but you know yeah I'm I am very concerned and I really hope that it's not as big as my brain sees it as as much of a red flag as that is to me but you know there that's she needs to be able to sit down and listen to you and you have to have a conversation you Mm -hmm. have to tell her straight out no babying her because she doesn't have that trauma so Yeah, you need to be straight up. No, you're being an a-hole. There is no world where what you said was okay. There is no world where I'm going to accept that. And if you cannot accept that, then I guess our relationship is over because this is equally my daughter as our daughter is. You need to make that very clear. Otherwise, there is no hope for your guys' relationship because that is not okay. So, yeah, (laughs) that very much very much stuck with me because mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine. No, and, and, and that was one of the things that, you know, you, you had respected about when we got together is I had said, hey, listen, under no circumstances are my daughters going to take a back seat in our relationship and, mm-hmm. and or will they ever feel like they're in a back seat in, our, in on my relationship with them because I never want them to be in that place. And those of us who grew up feeling like an unwanted child and an unwanted person and and still struggle with those insecurities of feeling like an unwanted adult like the world's a better place without us yeah never want anybody else to feel like that it's absolutely ridiculous so all right okay this next one is titled i might lose my boyfriend because another man slept in my in my bed without my knowledge oh So the title is pretty much self-explanatory, but I will give you a few details. I, 23 female, have been dating my boyfriend, 27 male, whom we will call L. That's awesome. For (laughs) for almost two years. Except how it ends. Um, Anyways, if you're a Death Note fan, that's going to be really hard for you to Mm -hmm. (laughs) listen to. I met him on a dating app, and even though I wasn't looking for a relationship at the time, we quickly hit it off and began dating around around three months after. Even though we were both hesitant to enter a relationship after past treatment, it was clear there was something forming between us, and so we gave it a try. I have never been more happier, and I know he feels the same way because when he, well, he, when he tells me, um, because he tells me almost every time I see him. Oh, lordy. Now to explain the title. I'm currently living at home with my father, brother, and brother's girlfriend because I am taking a break from university but still working almost six days a week. Student tuition, am I right? In the two years I have been going out with L, he has only stayed at my house twice. I managed to get last Friday through to the following Tuesday off of work, so decided to surprise L by showing up at his house. He almost cried because he was happy to see me and was even more happy when I told him I'd be staying the weekend. The weekend went great. We hung out, relaxed, and basically just caught up. Fast forward to Sunday. I say goodbye and head home because I wanted to spend some time with my family and he had to work. One thing to know about me, and this may seem childish, is that I am real fussy when it comes to people sleeping in my bed or being in my room. That's my safe space. Unless I know you on a personal level or you have my permission, my bed is off limits and everyone who knows me knows this, including Elle. So I get Mm -hmm. home and notice that my blanket is not how I left it, so I ask my brother if someone has been in my room. He said yes, his workmate stayed the night and he didn't want to sleep on the pullout couch that uh, that we have, so I said... Uh, so he said that he could sleep in my bed. I was furious and honestly a little creeped out because a man I have never met before has been in my room and slept in my bed. I shrug it off 
go to change my sheets and pillowcases and vent to L about it. As soon as I called and told him, he went quiet. I asked if he was okay, and he said yes, but that he had to go. I didn't think anything of it and thought that he would... that. That that would be the end of it. I was wrong. The next day, I send my usual good morning text to L, but I got no response for the whole day. This is my indication that something was wrong because he would normally message me and let me know that he was busy for the day and that he won't be able to talk much, which is totally fine, but I got nothing. 6 p.m. rolls by and I message him again asking how his day was and if he was okay, but his reply to that was drier than the Sahara Desert. I pressure him more into telling me what was wrong, to which he finally gives in and says that he's upset about a guy sleeping in my bed. I was about to blow up at him at this point, but I took a deep breath and put myself in his shoes to see his perspective on the whole thing. I didn't quite get it, but tried to be understanding and reasonable. I told him that it wasn't my fault, that if I had known what was going to happen, I would have stopped it. I had no control or say over the matter because I wasn't asked. I even tried to lighten the situation by telling him just to remember the fact that I was in his bed. None of it worked. He just kept saying, I... I know, but I can't stop thinking about another man having been in your bed and that he doesn't know if he can get past it. Texts with L have been either super short or just one word replies. I don't want to end things though, mm. because I do love him. I'm just stuck on what to do and don't know how to help him get past this. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to say this. There's a couple things in this. Um, number one, there's nothing you can do. You need to understand this. There is nothing. It, when, when there's a weird hang up, no matter what that weird hang up is, it isn't your job to get somebody past that weird hang up, right? Mm -hmm. um, like Kiki has met a metaphobia, right? Yes. I do not walk around her making gagging noises until she gets over it. Mm -hmm. It isn't my place to get her to get over something. You know, yeah, I I get it. Like it's hard. It's hard as a guy who has been cheated on to have a woman say that some other guy just was sleeping in their bed. I mean, if you put it on the other foot, would you be okay? If you would, cool. That means that you probably haven't been cheated on. I'm going to go with L probably has mm -hmm. and is responding in kind. And the best thing that you can do is understand that he's going to do come to one of two conclusions. You're either worth it or you're not. Now, anything that you do to, you know, push, bully, manipulate, prod, or any, is going to end negatively for you. So if you want to break up, if you want your relationship over, by all means, don't give him the time, don't give him the space. And in the same token, if it takes him over a certain amount of time, I'd also question why he's getting worried about that. We've talked about that earlier, but there comes a point where you need to decide if he's worth it for that. So that's, that's where I'm at with this. Otherwise maybe he's cheating on, he's cheated on you and he just doesn't trust you the same way. And you know, we could all be totally wrong about this, but not the way you portrayed him. So, you know, that's, that's my two cents. Yeah, I, I, I agree. There, there's something, uh, first of all, I wanted to say that you're definitely not childish about not wanting somebody else to sleep in your bed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I am the same way. I'm, I am very, very protective of my bed. Um, it's it is that's my safe space that's where I sleep that's where I'm naked at the end of the day it's where I am laying myself bare and mm -hmm. you know feeling like I am you know protected and fine and that's literally it's a safe space I get very very upset if somebody just like walks into my room they've been out and about doing things and they just sit on my bed it, it absolutely bugs me that is not a childish thing that is literally I I won't I wouldn't do it to somebody else I it's just 
yeah so <laughs> i i wanted to preface this by saying that you're not childish by not wanting someone uh, it, yeah, let no, alone no, no. a that's, complete that's stranger let alone completely a complete stranger of that the part opposite of it. Yeah. gender no. just being allowed to just yeah you know what that's fine we'll sleep in my sister's bed i could not even mm-hmm. imagine like there's no world where we just would have somebody over and be like oh hey yeah no it's fine go sleep in this person's bed for a little bit they're not here like <laughs> I would lose my mind. So the fact that you are on the same page as him about the, yeah, somebody slipped in my bed. I'm really upset about it. And then he was childish enough and insecure enough to be like, oh, wow, I can't get over that. I'm sorry. I, I understand. You are you were cheated on. I've been cheated on. I, I understand that it is a very terrible thing. And there are things, you, you have trust issues after something like that. But mm-hmm. I... I just I couldn't see somebody being that insecure. That is really weird. So it's like either yeah, he's got some serious issues that need to be addressed by an actual therapist or he yeah. is like a semi decent actor that is, you know, looking for an out on this relationship and yep. you're just, you know, oblivious to it basically. Because that is a very weird thing to be a stickler on and completely stop talking to you about. I feel like it would be something that's like, yeah, you know what? That's really weird. I want to tell you that this is, you know, that's going to bother me just as much as it's bothering you. You know, mine from a different place because I, you know, have some trauma behind things like that. But, you know, I still, you know, still care, blah, blah, blah. I still want to talk to you. So I just, I'm sorry if I'm a little awkward. Like, I feel like that's a reasonable response. But just to just straight up not talk to you mm-hmm. about anything at all through text for an entire day? That's a little weird. So, yeah, I don't know. I, he, You literally slept in his bed when that happened. So I just, yeah, that's a really, really weird thing for him to be that insecure about because he knew you were quite literally there with him. And then on top of that, why would you be so angry about somebody sleeping in your bed and rant to him so hard about it if it was something that you consciously chose to do? Why would you tell him? Mm-hmm. And so it's just, yeah, I don't know. The, yeah. <laughs> so so that's that one. Um, this one is from a new um, a new uh, subreddit that I found that I was like, ooh, this sounds cool. Okay. It's called Two Hot Takes because that means basically that both, both sides of the argument mm-hmm. are very – like it's hard to pick a side and not be heated about it so this one is good um i mean it's not great the situation sucks but (laughs) i can see both sides of the argument it's titled was it wrong of me to tell a friend that her new boyfriend molested me when i was 18 years old i 28 (sighs) female have a friend 30 female let's call her becca that i'm not super close with I saw she was dating someone new from a Facebook post. I realized it was the guy that molested me when I was 18. Let's call this guy Max, who was 23 at the time. Context. When my ex and I broke up, I started dating one of Max's friends. We were hanging out one night with some other friends, and we were drinking, except Max. I told everyone I was going to head home so I could sleep in my own bed. I only lived a block from my friend's house, but Max insisted that I let him drive. Um, eventually I agreed. When we got to my house, he asked for a hug. I didn't think anything of it, so I reached over to give him a quick hug, but he asked if he could get out of the car and give me a hug, so I said yes. I gave him a hug, and then he grabbed my butt so aggressively he pulled he pulled me towards him to try to forcibly kiss me i pushed him away and walked fast to get into my house that's all that happened i felt so disgusted when i got inside my house i was confused about why that happened because i never thought he'd do something like that especially because max was my my ex's uncle i knew max since i was 16 and he's five years older than me i spent a lot of time with my ex's family which meant seeing max a lot too so i trusted him i heard that some terrible rumors about him trying to force himself on younger girls too after that 
So when I saw Becca was dating him, I felt I needed to tell her. So I did. I explained everything and told her that I was just looking out for her, but she ended up getting upset and doesn't believe me because apparently he's changed and she knows about his past. Not my experience, though, so before it, so, so therefore it doesn't exist. Am I wrong for telling her? No. You, uh, you know, okay, here. You're not wrong for telling her, but I, I think you need to... I, I don't know that the, the night that we're talking about as far as molesting. Yeah, I, it, that, look, that word is a little strong. He aggressively made a move over the top, obviously, you know, in, look, looking back at it. And I don't give a damn what other people say in gossip. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's like people say all kinds of crap in gossip all the time. I mean, gossip is a disgusting hate monger filled thing that is never a benefit to anybody. Um, Socrates has absolutely got a beautiful stance on it. You should look it up. Um, but no, you're not wrong saying something, but you will be wrong if you keep dragging on and it sounds like you want to argue about it. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, that's the guy. Yeah. That's not this guy. You, what did you like? Did you flirt with the guy all night and then he went to make his play? Well, and she said that she was drunk and he right. wasn't drinking. So that's the only thing that can make me say that his he was being irresponsible mm-hmm. in that. And the fact that he had known her since she was underage and he was just kind of waiting, it feels like. She was 18, went to a party, she got drunk, he decided, oh, this is my chance. Like, I can see mm-hmm. how it could be a stupid... F- stupid just absolutely not thinking about it mistake of his right. and taking everything that she was saying or doing or whatever as like oh she's totally into me because you know and mm-hmm. again the rumors outside of it that sucks i but there are, there have been so many people that i have met that have had said rumors about them that have never done a thing like mm-hmm. that in their life so I, I again, it is two hot takes because I could see both sides oh, yeah. of it. That it's Absolutely. like all the rumors thrown out the window because there's none of it's proven. Also, your, your experience- judgment on what happened while you were drunk, you know, also yeah. is is going to be something that you have to take a play into. Look, if I I've got, uh, I have ha- I have had drunken mistaken mistake sex. There's no other way to put it. If I wasn't drunk, I wouldn't have slept with her. Type situation, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I've made those drunk mistakes. I've made stupid drunk mistakes. You know what I don't do? I don't sit there and go, well, that was bad because you know that was other people's fault. I, I don't believe that. When people are drunk, look, unless somebody's drugged you and put you blackout drunk, you know, I'm sorry. I I take anything that happens. As, as a grain of salt. I'm not saying, oh, you're slutty. You shouldn't address that way. No, I'm saying you we don't know what you were like when you were drunk. Were you climbing all over him and then it got there and you were like, haha, it's a safe thing to climb all over him. And then he took it all wrong. Or was he an absolute, you know, disgusting human being about it? And so, yeah, this could be like either way, 100 mm-hmm. percent. So, I yeah, Ooh, this is a cool little subreddit man we might want to just turn these into things Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) okay so this one is titled i 37 female told my husband 45 male that i don't want his buddy around anymore after i found out he roofied a girl in college my husband 45 male and i have been together for roughly 18 years we've been married for 13 Um, A year after our first daughter was born. Him and his buddy have been friends for 25 years and attended the same college. We recently hosted a party, and after his buddy had a couple of drinks, he blurts out, Hey, remember that time I got arrested for being desperate enough to drug that girl 
next drink so I could fuck her. My husband laughed uncomfortably while I just stood there shocked and asked him, what the F is he talking about? He said that he got arrested for drugging a 15-year-old who, was, who had snuck off to one of their college parties and she got what she deserved because little girls shouldn't sneak out and party with the big boys. Obviously, I stopped the party and kicked him out. My husband said that I was overreacting and being a drama queen and his buddy is a changed man who made a silly mistake like all 21-year-olds do. I told him that attempted rape isn't a silly mistake and that if he wants to defend his buddy, he can follow him right out the door. We have a 14-year-old daughter and he knowingly allows a predator to be around her. I know that a person did it once, they'll do it again. It's only a matter of time. Now my husband's parents are blaming me for trying to ruin our marriage over something that his friend did while my big sister wants me to end the marriage. I don't know what to do. I am 100% on your side. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> there's, like, there's, there's, there's nothing about, he's not a changed man because of what he said. That is literally, right. if he a did not. A changed man wouldn't have joked about, yeah, about I, something like that. Well, okay, drunk maybe. <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like drunk, but like, oh man, you know, remember that time that I did that really stupid thing I shouldn't have done? Man, that was absolutely crazy. We mm-hmm. were crazy in college. Like, I can, I can see crazy? that being. I was, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that being a, like a really awkward way of trying to have a conversation about, you know, mm-hmm. stupid college days but for him to turn for you to go huh and then him be like yeah she deserved that little girl shouldn't be sneaking right. out uh-uh. there, there you go Mm-mm. that's that's, that's the... where i draw the line he is not a changed man right. he 100 percent stood firm and the fact that he believed that he had a right to do that because she shouldn't Mm-mm. that's the same person that would literally try to catcall and be aggressive and then rape a girl and say oh man you know but she, she didn't was wearing. stop me yeah she didn't say mm-hmm. no she didn't look at what she was wearing because that is literally that is that mentality you are 100 percent right mm-hmm. did, did it once we'll do it again it's clear that his opinion has not changed that he had some twisted right to do that and that mean yep. and yeah your daughter is 14 absolutely not do i i would not even hesitate to scream and, and scream and scream until he leaves i would call the cops if he did it there would be everything to get him out of my house <laughs> because that's that is very close to home lily is 14 mm-hmm. tabitha is about yeah. to turn 13 and, <laughs> and, and and let me let me just say this as somebody who has been the man in this situation so i had a friend when i was single and, you know, he was honest with me that he was an RSO registered sex offender. And I was like, OK. And he proceeded to tell me the story. And I was like, OK. And then I sat there and he, and he goes, you know, I wanted to let you know, because I just don't ever want you to not be honest with you because you're that kind of friend. And I said, I understand that. And he sat there and I sat there and I said, you do understand that if I ever get married the moment I find out my wife is pregnant, it's the last time that you and I will ever see each other again. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, and he just sat there and he goes, I understand. And guess what? That's a changed man. Guess what? And yeah. And you know what? I feel, I feel it because he literally in 20 years, he has never seen my kids. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. In 14 years, he's never seen my kids. He has never been. Amy knows him. Amy likes him Mm -hmm. and he still understands you will never be with my kid around my kids. You will never be in my life physically. We have moved to Texas. It has broken his heart because I was literally his words, the best friend he's ever had in his entire life. And you know, I, I think the last time I even texted him was five, six months ago. Maybe no, no, I'm sorry. I haven't done it since we've moved here. So, you know, it is what it is. And that's just, no, there, there shouldn't be, look, there's no world where any of, okay, I have, and I had friends that were 
jackholes in school that I would never let into my life because of the kinds of things that they've done. So, no, you're not 100% standing right behind you mm-hmm. and telling your husband you're an idiot and anybody who says otherwise is an idiot. So, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Mm, yeah. Okay, so moving on. This one is, am I the a-hole for telling my wife to F off and that she's a selfish bee for letting her aunt take my daughter somewhere special I've been trying to take my daughter to for over two years? Yeah, but no. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be, I get it, you know, but at the same time, mm, I'm, my my gut says yeah. So, go ahead. Me, 33, or, wow, you. I'm assuming you meant to say my, <laughs> or... Um, actually, I'm not even sure what you meant to say. I have been (laughs) extremely excited to take my daughter, who is six and female, to a special place that's equivalent to a mini Disney World for the last two years. It's packed with special rides, massive arcades, uh, Rainforest Cafe, all sorts of things my daughter has never experienced before. A known place for magic for little kids. I have wanted to take my daughter here for the last two years, but my wife, 30 female, has literally forbidden me to take her because she wanted us to take her together and experience her joy and awe at the endless sights and new magical experience for my daughter. I totally agreed with my wife and have been patiently waiting for a day we are both off work so i can take my daughter so we can take my daughter there together mm-hmm. i have had no issue with waiting and was in total agreement about taking her as a family due to covid etc this has been delayed for almost two years now literally yesterday i was off work and my wife was not and i asked if i could take my daughter to the place my wife said absolutely not i was again perfectly fine with this today i go back to work and find out that my wife allowed her aunt 58 female to take my daughter to this exact place just the two of them today oh. My wife said she was stressed working from home and my daughter with my daughter, and that's why she told her aunt to take my daughter there today. I absolutely snapped on my wife and told her that she has stolen the magic moments and memories of seeing my daughter's face in excitement and happiness at all the endless sights and experiences. I told my wife to F off and that she is a selfish bee. I said I am heartbroken and that... Her- that her aunt who I can't stand and she knows this Mm. got to take my daughter and be there as she takes it all in Mm -hmm. I had literally asked if I could take my daughter yesterday and my wife refused and the very next day gets her aunt to take my daughter yeah am I the a-hole for snapping at my wife and and yelling at her over this oh hell no there's a quick update do you want that first yeah go ahead no give the update it's fine just to answer a few questions as I have haven't had the chance to go through all of this my wife did apologize and she knows that she messed up she said she's sorry and doesn't know what else to say her her aunt has been extremely mentally abusive to my wife and that is why I cannot stand the aunt she gets drunk at night and belittles my wife and says hurtful stuff where my wife has blocked her number more than once I didn't snap on my wife in front of my daughter and never have it was over the phone people making massive assumptions I apologize for calling her a beast since this went down. The part that made me get so mad was that I literally wanted to take my daughter yesterday and my wife said absolutely not because mm-hmm. she wants to join. The reason it has taken two years is because it was closed down for a year due to COVID so one of the two years it wasn't even possible and we both have been na- have had demanding work schedules. We wanted to go on a weekday because weekdays it's not so as busy. Um, I have had weeks booked off where I wanted to take my daughter but my wife asked very nicely to arrange a day we could go together and I respected that. She has been on a contract that didn't have paid days off until recently. I don't need permission to take our daughter anywhere. I respected the fact she wanted to go as a family. Just She just as much wanted to enjoy the moment, which is why this is so frustrating. And for all these people talking about me needing therapy, Jesus fucking Christ, I got angry and literally said F off. You're joking, right? Come on. I literally wanted to take her yesterday. Mm-hmm. I made this post because my wife called me an a-hole on the phone for getting all upset, and I said you're being a selfish bee. Mm-hmm. That's the context of how the convo went down. Yes, I was mad and heated. Yes, I could have held in my emotions and language, as if people can't have some emotions sometimes. 
No, no, you're, <laughs> you are not. Not Look, at all. Like, I, dude. That uh-uh. is justified that, anger. Like, 100% literal, justified. You, you wanted to do this thing. For she two knew years. You wanted to do this thing. And I'm going to say this real quick. I don't effing believe for one moment that the aunt just happened oh, yeah, no. to be in that no, situation. No, no, no. She did that to hurt you. the next day. Absolutely. So, nah. To hell with that. To hell with them. Your wife is a bitch. <laughs> Straight out. Okay. Your wife's sister, her aunt, whatever, mm-hmm. is a bitch. And it's like, no, you don't you you don't take away somebody's first memories. Like I let my daughters go to Disneyland with their grandparents because I look at things and said, We're not in a place where we're gonna be able to do that anytime soon. But oh my gosh, you know how many firsts I've been there for my daughters that if somebody else was like, Oh yeah, we just went ahead and did that. You wouldn't find their body. <laughs> you could not. No, you're you are absolutely do not back down from this. And anybody in the comments and everything else telling him, "Oh man, you shouldn't have called her a bitch." No, you should have called her something else. One more letter up the alphabet. All right, because that is straight out ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Because she knew. She 100% knew, and she let it happen. I don't care what your daughter was doing. That was so horrible. No, no. This was literally meant to attack you. Took away your memory of the very first thing that you, uh, uh, one, there's only one first. Mm -hmm. There's only one first. And so it's like, so for people to sit there and be like, oh, ha, ha, you know, no, there's only one. Yeah. There's literally only one. I am going to be the one to take my daughters out for their first time driving a car. Anybody else does it, I'm going to snap them in half. Okay? I am putting that out there. That is something that, you know what? My dad never did. Mm -hmm. That is something that is big. You know who taught my daughters how to ride a bike? You. Me. Okay? You know who took them to their first movie? Me. You know who took them to their first museum? Me. Was Was their mom with us? Most of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. If she she wasn't, it wasn't a big. It wasn't that as much of a big deal. The first time they had sushi, guess who took them? You. Me. Okay. Everything in my life that it, look, you. I don't care. You can call this the one thing I have that's selfish. There's only gonna be the things that I remember. And and I sit and I look at with with my grandpa. You know, my when my grandpa died. Um, for those of you who don't know, full dementia, full Alzheimer's. Um, what was great about it was he remembered. All of the good things that he and I did towards the end of it. He remembered. He goes, Joe, you remember when we went fishing? For, and he's the only person that gets away with calling me Joe. He goes, you remember when we went fishing, caught that bass? And I said, I do, Grandpa. I have a picture of that bass. I have that picture. And he goes, he goes that was fun. We need to do that again. And I had that same conversation with him 20 times in one day. One day I had that conversation with him. And that was his memory with me, me taking him out fishing, me, me taking him out fishing. Mm-hmm. And because I was never skunked. He was always skunked. That man never caught fish. Right. <laughs> he never he never did. And when he caught fish, he caught like rinky dink fish. And then I came along and for 20 times in that one day. And so, you know what? So I don't know if I'm going to get Alzheimer's. I don't know if I'm going to get dementia, but I do know that I want to be like, hey, Lily. Do you remember when I took you out to have sushi the first time? That was great. We should do that again. And your wife robbed that. Yep. So I have no empathy to your wife. I have no empathy for the aunt. I have nothing. I hope 
that 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 you burrow this so deep into her skull that she's like doesn't matter what the ant is like that she says hell no this re- this you know reaction is going to be so much worse i am not going to be a part of it and never does it again if for noah if nothing else then then that's it and and take your daughter and go to disneyland no go that's to disney it. world yeah Plan, go to disney book world a trip yeah, for you and it. your daughter Just alone her. to go yep. to disney world do it one of that experience, it. make it better, and your wife is not allowed to go. I don't care how petty mm-hmm. anybody thinks that is, because she literally, that was the most selfish thing that she did, yep. literally, because she was working from home, and she was just stressed because she couldn't handle her daughter being there, too. And so she just so. specifically told the aunt that you don't like to take your daughter yep. to the place you've been wanting to go for two years that you just asked about the day before. Mm-hmm. There are too many coincidences in that yep. for it to be a mistake for it to be oh i just didn't think about it Mm-mm. 100 yeah, percent. No. no you cannot think about it by just taking your daughter and just going to disney world being like hey we'll be back mm-hmm. in a week and just go because psh, obviously i mean it'll help her if she's so stressed working at home with their daughter running around oh take the stress off of her back then you'll do it happily yep. bye <laughs> like literally and if she has anything that she wants to say about that oh well mm-hmm. she can't because she already destroyed something that you guys were both going to do together for two years you were trying and yep. she just willy-nilly just oh yeah no it's fine just take her here uh-uh there no. are so many places you can take a six-year-old for entertainment so yeah no i can't even the uh you are 100 percent justified mm-hmm. in your anger you are 100 percent justified in feeling your emotions and taking it out on her in that moment there is no world where i would listen to anybody but well maybe you shouldn't have said that uh-uh because mm-hmm. you definitely should have because yep. otherwise she wouldn't have she wouldn't have got it she wouldn't have understood how upset it made it made her and no. you are obviously a great person because you apologized for calling her names and i you're obviously better than we are because we would not have <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope, because I'm I'm not gonna apologize for it because it was true. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I'm so sorry for you because yeah, there's that's something you can never mm-hmm. ever change. Yeah, no, no, this is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next. That was it. Or is that We're that's <laughs> it? Okay. I. Wow. You leaving it on that one? All right. Okay. I accept that. Um. You know. Here's the thing. Understand that our opinions are opinions and they are based on our life and what we're expecting out of what we're reading. When we all read these different things, we're reading things from different perspectives in our own experiences or what we're drawing these from. So if you have a completely different feel or vibe towards any of these things, understand we're not bashing you. We're looking at the situation from what our experiences in our life has been. Now, that's just that's the way it is. That's the way that people respond. Right. If you've been raped, you respond to pressury situations much different than somebody who hasn't if you have made mistakes and you are absolutely you know and which i've made mistakes 100 percent remorseful of those mistakes i've made when those are the situations then my response is going to be different than somebody who isn't right so understand that that's where we're coming from in this so with that said Thank you so much for joining us. Our link tree is down below. This is the Stupid Podcast on everything where we talk about everything because everything is stupid. I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. Peace out with your peace out. Bye. You just had to put the hell on the end, huh? I'm sorry. Yeah, sure you are, bitch. (laughs) 